0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Hometown Fresh podcast, the show that talks all things grocery, customer service, career development, and more. I'm Gracie, social media coordinator for Harps Food Stores, and today we'll be hearing from our project manager, Scott Stout. Scott oversees a multitude of projects for Harps, including pest control, and today we're going to be talking about fly management. How are you today, Scott?
1: great Gracie. I'm glad to be here
0: did you have a good weekend
1: oh yes very nice sunday was awesome got cool temperatures out there
0: yes we are supposed to get a cold front soon i know it's been really horrible out there recently though so did you get out on the what's your boat's name again
1: the other job site
0: the other job site were you able to make it out there
1: All, both days yes
0: awesome so do you fish or just hang no, out
1: just hang out it's a pleasure craft
0: yeah So today we're going to talk about fly management or just general pest control, but I know that fruit flies are like a huge problem recently and I know that I've had problems in my kitchen and sometimes it can get hard to get rid of them. But before we go into that, let's just start by having you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do here at the company and what your career has looked like with Harps.
1: So I am a project manager and I oversee a variety of different categories, pest control, laundry, trash, floor care, and just those other things. And then uh, the good part about my job or the fun part, I guess, is the remodels and new store construction. And I started with Harps in 1995 as a general merchandise manager and then went to the C-Store division and helped run that for 12 years. And later on, I moved over here to project management.
0: So today we're going to be talking about a recurring problem for a lot of people, especially during this time of year, flies. Specifically fruit flies and house flies, as I mentioned previously. There's a lot of ways to manage this issue from household to store level, but you're an expert. So we're going to discuss the best ways to solve this problem on any scale. And before we get into that, I'd like to know what your favorite part of your job is overall. What's the most interesting thing that you feel like you get to do?
1: Well, my favorite part of my job is not what I do. It's the interaction with the store associates and our vendors. And because the relationships are just very important to how we function as a company, but I love to uh, do remodels. Just taking an old facility and making it new again is just very rewarding.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So do you get to like hire out all the contractors, subcontractors, or how does that work?
1: I oversee that part of it. We have a general contractor that does 99% of our work, but I do oversee the other smaller projects with different local subcontractors that I deal with. But yeah, just our relationship with those guys because, you know, it's hard work. It's been 110 degrees out there for these guys building new stores and doing some remodels for us right now. And so that's the key. The associates out there just pushing shopping carts know what a key that is, how hot it is, and all the way down to our maintenance guys who are up on the roofs this time of year trying to make sure HVAC works and our cases are running cold enough.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that cannot be an easy job. I don't envy those people. I do not. Back to our subject, how common is the issue of pests and flies in our stores, and what do our store managers and associates do to prevent a fly problem?
1: Unfortunately, that problem is very common. Flies Mm -hmm. are a very common problem in all stores. Several years ago, HARPS developed a team to put together the best practices for fly control. So that was nine years ago, and we use that as for all of our stores to refer back to and see how they can manage it. But the main theme and that whole presentation, is cleanliness cleanliness is key to keeping the flies at a minimum in your house or your store
0: yeah I think I remember Mike Roberts telling me he was on the (laughs) SWAT committee SWAT committee yes and
1: I was the leader of the SWAT committee
0: yeah I thought he was kidding he was like no it's a real thing it was a real thing (laughs) that's awesome where do flies typically come from and where do they breed
1: unfortunately 80% of the flies that are in our stores have never seen the outside of the building they're homegrown oh so that is the uh, that's kind of where we start on our presentation and let everybody know that and so their breeding ground is any trashy area any soiled grease spills or stuff they just need a food source to get in but most of the time, if you have a field behind your location, you're going to have a lot of flies. Mm-hmm. It always seems to be the, those locations by the rivers and by cow pastures have a lot more flies than those that are in the urban areas.
0: So do they come in just on fruit like bananas and stuff? Oh, no, or? they just fly
1: through the doors. That's oh. the that's how they're getting into the building. They just they're just really coming in. There is sometimes when we've noticed that they will get shipped in and that's, you know, with our vendors out there supplying fresh fruits and stuff. Sometimes that's that's just how what happens. But usually when the doors are open when they take things in and out, we're letting flies in.
0: Mhm. So I did see I went and looked at the employee like best fly practices slideshow thing that we have.
1: Yeah. I put that together that's the SWAT team
0: yeah 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 so it mentioned something about like an air vent system you could put over the door that would keep the flies out
1: we call them fly fans just fans above the doors that we have always leave on while the stores open especially anywhere close to the deli is because that food smell must attract them you know they love harps fried chicken too (laughs) and so but yeah that's we use the fans over the doors back room doors and the entry and exit doors to keep the flies. And it just basically disrupts their flying pattern. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop them, but it just disrupts it. So, And that does a lot of uh, preventiveness by keeping them out of the building. Mm -hmm. Like I said, they fly in most of the time.
0: What can we do to prevent a fly infestation? And what can we do to remedy the situation when they are already in our space?
1: Cleanliness, like I said earlier, is the key to keeping the flies at bay. People don't realize that just even making sure your trash can has a lid on it and using that. A lot of times you see lids just sitting beside the trash can, but if they use the lids, that keeps the flies from getting to their food source in there. And so that's where they grow. And and so what I try to tell people is when you realize you have a fly issue, you have an infestation at that time. So we will utilize what we call fly lights, they're UV lights, then they have a pheromone in there that attracts the flies and they stick. And then we also, I have seen the age-old thing of the, um, the fly tape hanging in the back rooms to this day. It's been an age-old thing. It still works just as well as it did when our grandparents used it. Mm-hmm. But the fly traps seem to do a lot better for us. And then we actually will, if needed, we will use a fly spray that is a food-safe fly spray that is sprayed under the counters because that's kind of where they're sometimes they're hiding.
0: Okay, yeah. So where do we get the food-safe fly spray? I'm just curious.
1: So our vendor is best chemicals that delivers that and they have it on their inventory so any store can get it at that time when they come in they're at the stores once a month or if Mm -hmm. they need it just shoot me an email and i'll get you some
0: yeah So is that something that the general consumer can obtain or is it kind of a you buy in bulk type of situation?
1: We buy in bulk and that is anytime people want to use some uh, flying insect spray. One thing I will always recommend is just read that label. If it does not specifically say food safe, it is not.
0: Don't spray it on your hamburger.
1: (laughs) Don't spray it around anything that will get on your food. Yeah. So that's the key about the fly spray.
0: So I know we talked about a few of the action steps that employees can take, and you talked about the importance of cleanliness and how we use fly spray and the fans and the hanging sticky things.
1: And the UV lights. And the UV
0: lights. mm -hmm. Yeah. So we do all of those things at the stores. What are some home remedies that people can try to keep a fly-free home?
1: When I'm out on my back porch, I will always have the fans going to help kind of mimic what we do at the stores to disrupt that fly, Mm -hmm. the flying, you know, and even the helps with mosquitoes around here so the fans work really good and just making sure that there's nothing to attract them to the door believe it or not people don't realize black is one of their favorite colors that they go to. The darker the color, the more they go to it. Some of our sites, we will utilize a poison that is on a piece of black plastic. That's what we do there. The other thing is, you know, I always laugh, but it works, and my grandmother did it, and I think her mother did it before her. You put a Ziploc bag over the entry and exit doors of your house, and it mimics a spider web, so the flies stay away from that entry point because they see the little rainbow like you would if you ever really looked at a spider web so that's what it's there to imitate
0: huh i did not realize i've seen that and usually it's at like some old woman's house Exactly. i didn't realize that was what that was for On this subject, out at Callens's place, they have a like massive wasp infestation, like dirt daubers. And last time I was there, they have a bell out in the front of their house that all of these wasps just like nested up on the inside of it. Mm -hmm. And so he went and like they have a giant gas tank to fill tractors and stuff. He went and got a cup full of diesel, just like chucked it up in the bell and they all fell. But is there anything for people who may be struggling with getting rid of wasps? Is there anything that they hate that you can.
1: I have never found anybody that could tell. Tell me what a wasp hated the biggest thing is as a guy who's been stung by every type of wasp out there use the foam spray don't use the diesel or the gas those are very scary but they actually make sure it says foam on it and what that does is it sticks to their wings and they can't fly and chase you and then they okay. will die.
0: Okay so why is the diesel or the gas scary just because there's a chance they can chase you afterwards?
1: That plus they're flammable. Oh that
0: too. Well yeah but hey well, I've not- seen
1: guys with cigarettes throwing gas on wasp nests.
0: Oh well that's just. That would be my dad. <laughs> I won't be doing that. Okay, here's a good one. What should we not do when attempting to keep flies out of our kitchen?
1: Going back to that, using the food safe fly spray and on your kitchen counter, making sure you wipe it down. People don't realize any wet space. The other thing is that in your home, we actually teach our people to clean the drains in our stores really well. Mm-hmm. And that's on a list. Everybody does it. Every department does it. And so what that would look like in a house, it, most of the time is going to be your garbage disposal where the flies are breeding. And once they're in there, They just keep regenerating and regenerating because they have food, they have moisture, and they're warm. And so a little bit of bleach in there, in the bleach water, and fill your tub up, and it'll clean it right out.
0: I've also heard, and this is to clean your drain in general, not even necessarily like fly prevention, but maybe it could work. If you pour baking soda down your garbage disposal and then pour vinegar on top of it, I've heard that it like foams up and helps clean it.
1: I have never heard that one. I do know it will do that. Yeah. But sometimes you got to watch what chemicals you're mixing because there's different acidity levels of vinegar Mm -hmm. that could create issues. You had a really high acidic level could actually melt stuff when it starts forming that. Oh. It's a reaction. It's like Drano, people. Uh-huh. That's kind of one of the things. It's just chemicals that they mix together. Once it hits the water, it starts reacting and actually heating up.
0: So you think Drano's a bad thing to use in your yes. drains? Really?
1: I am not a fan of Drano.
0: I see. I've had to use it because I have longer hair. Uh And so sometimes like if the shower is backing up, I have to use Drano. So what would you use instead? Uh,
1: They make these little cool uncloggers that you can just wrap down in the drain and pull it all out. And yeah, it's gross, but it's a whole lot safer and better for your pipes.
0: See, I use Drano and then I use the thing, like so a combination.
1: If you ha- are on a septic system, like if you lived in Charleston, Arkansas, that is a septic lot. Most of the areas are not on the outside of that town, do not have a, uh, a city sewer system. So they have a septic system and that Drano is the worst thing you can put in your septic tanks. Okay. Yeah, They actually make this, you know, it says septic tank safe. That's what you could use. But yeah, I just... Okay, good to know. Just using that. And they also sell all kinds of different stuff that you can put down your drain to help eat the grease. And that also keeps it clean Just in its daily maintenance. It's not something... That most time when you by the time you get to, to the drain-o side, you have realized that you didn't maintain the drain and now it's, it's messed up. So you're going to do something, clean that out.
0: While we're on this subject, I didn't write this question down. So you're just going to have to answer on the fly. Good. But don't... On the fly. But what are some things? Because I don't know that this is common knowledge. I've met people who put crazy things down their garbage disposal, and it just shocks me. What are some things that absolutely not you should never put down the garbage disposal? And what like what are your opinions on what can you put down there and what can you not?
1: The one thing that I, I know people put down their garbage disposal. I mean, like fresh fruits and all that stuff, that's fine. Okay. I don't recommend you put bones. I've seen people try bones, but it doesn't. They really don't chop them up fine enough, so they're going to end up clogging your lines down the way. But when people pour grease down into their garbage disposal, or you know, have that big pan where they cook something you know turkey and you just kind of dump that all into the sink and it goes down there it will i mean it's going to clog those pipes mm-hmm. that's what you don't want to put down grease if you ask me one thing never put down your drain i would tell you grease mm-hmm. we used to have those in stores
0: disposals
1: well, we used them in produce. Okay. Garballs is what they were called. And you would just throw all their scraps in there and grind them up. The city finally said no.
0: The city said no?
1: The cities around. All the cities were like, you can't use these anymore.
0: Why? Did they end up like smelling really bad? Nope, or
1: it would just clog up the city's sewers. Oh. Because you're just putting a lot of fiber. Mm-hmm. and All that fiber will end up coagulating and it's going to cause a block somewhere down the line.
0: Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Okay. I know, so we're talking kind of about flies, but I want to get more specific about fruit flies because they're a pain in the butt. So what time of year are they most active?
1: During the spring and summer is when they're really active. They kind of tend to go away a little bit in the fall and the wintertime because they do need warmth. And so, yeah, anytime you have any fruit season, like we have fresh fruits that are out there right now, watermelons, cantaloupes, they're big. When you start bringing cantaloupes in your house, you will notice a large influx of those little fruit flies (laughs) bananas that are a little bit overripe will have those fruit flies and so you know been asked how do we treat that they actually make and we actually sell them little bitty flute fruit fly traps that just have a little chemical in it and the fly the fruit flies are very attracted to it and they will just swarm it and so once you you got to kind of take out a generation Mm -hmm. so once that stops them from Breeding, then when you get rid of the spoiled fruit, you will be fruit fry free. Mm-hmm. Say that three times fast.
0: Fruit fly, fruit fry, <laughs> fruit fry. Nope, I lost it. Okay. But that's the
1: best way to do it. I mean, and we carry them, and I've asked, and all of our locations are carrying those, especially this time of year. It's kind of like we all have, every location has fly swatters mm-hmm. right now. So uh, this is the main season.
0: You mentioned the little like Looks capsules like. with stuff in them. Is that they're like little red they ball look, shaped?
1: Yeah. Most of the time they look like apples.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah
1: that's how they're designed. It's kind of a cute little thing, but there are some home remedies you can Google out there. I won't tell you any cause I'm, <laughs> I haven't used any of those, but there are okay. several different people have told me about them. Yeah. So they're out there.
0: So I have used a few of them and I Googled some too. I can maybe spout a few off, but the one that I primarily use in the house, like when I notice there's more fruit flies than usual, is I take just like a little ramekin or bowl and put apple cider vinegar in it. And then you cover it with ceram wrap and then poke some holes in the top and it gets them every time.
1: Put a little Dawn dish soap in there too.
0: Mm-hmm. I've heard uh, that.
1: The vinegar is the attractant and then they're basically drowning. Is how you're killing them in that little thing and the soap would actually stick to them dawn is not just for dishes
0: dawn do you remember that commercial that they used to use dawn to clean oil off of ducks the little ducks and stuff yeah, well, yeah. i'm like man that stuff does everything
1: yeah dawn mixed with water and sprayed on japanese beetles kills them really Mm-hmm.
0: interesting
1: that's what i use
0: so I also, this is just a free tip for everyone, a little bit unrelated, but it is pest control. Growing up when one of our dogs got fleas, we would, if you get a plate and you put Dawn dishwashing soap and warm water in the bottom of the plate, and then you take a candle, like a scenty candle and stick it in the middle, it attracts all the fleas from the carpet mm-hmm. or wherever it's at. And they die in the water, which I, I always thought was like a cool magic trick.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard of that one. Mm-hmm. I don't have pets, so.
0: Okay. Well, it works. If anyone has pets out there and they are trying to get rid of fleas, I also heard for fru- fruit flies that is a tongue twister that you could take like a sweet red wine, similar to the apple cider vinegar, mm-hmm. and do that in Dawn soap, and that also will kill them. And I guess just anything.
1: The, like I said, the vinegarish stuff is what's attracting him, and mm-hmm. people may not realize when wine spoils, it becomes vinegar. Yeah. So that's the attractant. That's what they're after. So that's and I don't know if it's just the fair the smell or whatever it is producing. I never dove into that. Mm-hmm. Just I'm just glad it kills them.
0: Yeah. I also I, I was just thinking about this. This is probably my last little tidbit, but if I have like extra lemon slices or anything in the fridge, I like to cut them up and throw them down the disposal and yes. run it. Oh yeah. Because it helps clean it and I feel like lemon is not a scent that they are really attracted to because it's an acidic, it's not a sweet scent.
1: You're 100% right. Age old easy peasy lemon squeezy Uh was actually a thing. People would use lemon juice to clean stuff Mm -hmm. before we developed all the chemicals. Yeah. It's a great cleaner.
0: It is. That's my lazy way of (laughs) of cleaning the disposal when I don't feel like. It good though. Yeah. It really
1: does. You know, putting the, the, even limes are the same.
0: Really? Someone told me you're not supposed to put limes down the disposal, but maybe they're wrong. I, I don't know what the difference is.
1: I've never found the difference on that part.
0: Well, do you have anything else for us today? Do you have any more practices that maybe we didn't talk about or just things you want to say to customers or associates?
1: No, just keep up the good work. I know our stores have really tried and just have succeeded in most locations to I mean, not have any fly issues this, in the last couple of years. We have really, there's been a focal point for our team leaders at our stores and they're, you know, it always starts from the top down. So that's where they're learning it. And so we haven't had any fly infestations in a while.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you for being on here today. I appreciate you, and I'd like to bring you back in the future at some point to talk about maybe some more story models and things like that, but thanks for taking the time to talk to us today about pest prevention.
1: Okay, thank you for having me.
0: Well, it's been awesome speaking with you today, Scott. Thanks for educating us on fly prevention practices and giving us some helpful tips to upkeep the cleanliness of our homes. If you're still here, thanks for listening and make sure to tune in next Friday for another great podcast episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Hometown Fresh channel and check the description below for more information and helpful resources related to this episode.